Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, um, today I feel very honored to share the word of God with you. Mm, Bible says the entrance into his word brings light and gives understanding unto the simple. I'm trusting God that for this few minutes we're going to be sharing, somebody is going to receive light. And my prayer is that the eyes of our understanding may be flooded with light, that we may come one step to knowing God better. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. All right. Um, today I just want to encourage us on a very peculiar topic. Um, it's a generally accepted topic across several religions. I want to talk with us on the subject of prayer. And uh, I just want to encourage us to pray. I just want to encourage somebody to pray. Pray not as a routine. Pray not as um a Christian routine pray because the father listens pray because the father hears and pray because the father wants to answer you this is something I've noticed most Christians do not know though we pray we we, we somehow have not embraced with all certainty we've not we are not fully conscious completely aware convinced that the Father listens when we pray. That accounts for the attitude we put up when we get into the presence of God. We we just talk, you know. We just talk. But someone who has truly entered into the presence, into the consciousness that I am talking to, the King of Glory has a different attitude. And with this consciousness, you expect to be to receive a, a response understanding that you're talking to the father and the father listens to you will also enable you to sit down and listen after you pray but when prayer is 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 is, is just a christian tradition that's the word just a christian tradition most of the times you notice that you just get in you talk you hit your lyrics and you're done and you walk away but today, I really just want to encourage you and to let you know that the Father listens to you each time you pray. And He's very willing to answer your prayers. Severally in scriptures, 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. Luke 18, beginning from verse 1, And Jesus told them a parable with the intent that men ought to pray always and not to faint. Several passages of scripture make us to understand the necessity and the importance of prayer. And when Jesus talks about it, he even says, pray continually, pray without ceasing, pray nonstop. Why would you want us to pray continually, nonstop, without ceasing? Because I want to answer you continually, nonstop, without ceasing. Because there is so much on the face of the earth which needs to be done. And like my small role will say, prayer is an earthly invitation to a heavenly intervention. Prayer is giving heaven the permission to access earth. Prayer is telling heaven earth needs a change. Prayer is opening the borders of, of, of the earth to heaven so heaven's military and heaven's workforce can manifest on the face of the earth. Without your permission, heaven cannot violate the principle of man having dominion over the face of the earth. So heaven needs you to permit 
permit it to manifest on the on on the face of the earth so god needs you to pray because the earth needs a heavenly touch and that is in it is it, it, it is your responsibility it is in your care to do so bible says in hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 it says he that comes unto him must first of all believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them who diligently seek him anyone who comes unto god must first of all believe that he is that is the prerequisite you must believe that he is who he is who he says he is and can do all that which he says he can do you must believe that he exists you must believe that he is listening to you without that belief you hardly get anything in return Prayer is not some activity to get you feeling spiritually high. It's not some activity to validate your sense of spirituality. Because most of the times we use prayer as a means of, oh, I've been feeling dry lately. It's probably because I've not been praying. So you pray so that you can approve yourself like, wow, I'm a prayerful person. But most of our praying doesn't get a lot done because we do not recognize each time we go to pray that the father is listening to me right now so he says if you are going to come into my presence the first thing you need to do is to acknowledge that i am is to acknowledge that that which you're requesting i can do is to acknowledge that i can do what i see i can do and that i am who i say i am i exist without which you can't get he says that is the prerequisite that is your passport without which you can't get anything See, if you will come you must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him it's like a father wanting something beautiful for the child for the child's benefit then he rewards the child for doing it he says when you pray i will answer but i will reward you for praying now, if you walk, you get your pay. Your pay for praying is that you get the answer to your prayer. But he says, for those who seek me, I will reward them. Seeking God in prayer comes with not only the answer to your prayer, it comes with a reward for praying. So he says, come and pray, and I would listen to you when you pray. You know, Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things which you know not of. He says, call and I will answer. This is the almighty God telling you. This is the almighty God telling you. He says, call and I will answer you. All I need for you to do is to make a call. I promise you I will answer you. It is your responsibility to call. It is my responsibility to answer. But you must engage before I can respond. If you do not call, I can't answer, even if I have the answer. Answers don't get into your phone. Your phone has to make a call before the other person can respond. And God has put you to be the initiator of the call. He says, if you call, I will answer. If you call, I will answer. Don't call if you don't want an answer. But if you call me, you would get an answer, child of God. God is saying, I want to so meet your needs. I, just, I, want to, I, want to, I want to affect your life. I want to bring a change in your life. Most of the times things happen in our lives and you often hear people make the statement, Oh God, why me? 
Oh God, why me? Why is this happening to me? And God is like, I could not do what you did not permit me to do. Jesus said, I am gentle. I am, I am meek and lowly. I can't, I, can't, I can't force myself into your life. That's why even if Christ dies, even though Christ died on the cross of Calvary, not everybody gets saved by force. You can't be forced to be saved. Despite the love God has for you, he can't give you the blessings which he wanted to give you if you deny to pray. Change can be, can be, can be accessed. Change can be accessed by praying, you know. If you need a change and you need, you need, you need a power that is beyond that which you carry. When you face difficult situations and you, you can't press through like the children of Jericho. Standing before the children of Israel, standing before the wall of Jericho. There was greater, greater force than they could bring down. They could never bring down the wall of Jericho. But they had to call on the God who can. An impossibility to man is not an impossibility with God. He says, I am the Lord God Almighty. Is there anything too hard for me to do? That something is too hard for you doesn't make it too hard for God. So he says, call unto me and I'll answer. He says, and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. That you are faced with the current situation and the difficulty seems so clear to you. That's what you know. But there is something God knows which you do not know. There are always two sides of a, to a coin. You know one face. God knows the other. He says, if you call on to me, I'll show you the other side. I'll show you things that you do not know. In the midst of that situation, there is something that can be birthed out of it. It is not completely lost. God can bring a change into, into, into whatever you're going through. So he says, all I need for you to do is to call me. Before you give up, make a call. Before you let go, call me. Before you, you feel perplexed, call me. Be before you get frustrated, call me. Before you worry, call me. Call. Make the call. I might just, God might just show you something which you have never seen. And he says, all that I will show you, I can assure you, is great and mighty. Independent on what platform you stand and what level of knowledge you think you have accomplished, positive or negative. If you think your situation is too bad, I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. If you think the situation is still is, is too good, I will still show you great and mighty things which you do not know. At whatever level you think you are standing, where what I will show you will always be called great and mighty things. And that, my dear friend, Bible says you do not know. There is always something more than what you have right now. There is always another level for you more than what you have right now. There is always a next level. Always a next level. Paul said, not that we have apprehended. I don't think I have apprehended, says Paul. Independent of all that I've accomplished, I don't think I have. Because there is always another level for me. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly, far above all that we can ever ask or imagine. There is always a great and mighty which you do not know. And the Lord says, if you call unto me, I would show you 
for those who really want to, 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 to accomplish much in this life. If you are that person that you think there is more to life than what I have right now, don't wait on faith. Don't, 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 don't wait and expect things to happen. Go for it in prayer. Go for it praying. Go for it praying. Praise the Lord. God says, I would answer you when you pray. In Isaiah 65 verse 24, he says, in those days, before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I would listen. Isaiah 65 24. Before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I would listen, says the Lord. What is the problem? Why don't we pray? Because we feel the Lord doesn't listen or we are just too lazy to call. He says, before you call, I would answer. Before you call, I will answer. It means as you, let's just use the metaphor of a phone. As you are dialing, I pick it up, waiting for you to speak so I can listen. Oh God, oh God, God listens to you when you pray. Never feel God hasn't heard you. He listens. He said, I listen. I listen when you pray. I listen. He doesn't only hear. He listens carefully. Bible says we do not serve an high priest who is not touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He listens carefully to every word, every emotion, everything you feel. He says, I listen, I feel it. I'm touched by what you're going through. I know, I understand. So come and talk before you make the call. I'll answer already. I'm just waiting for you to make a call. Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened. For he that asks receives. He that seeks finds. He who knocks the door is open. It is a sealed verdict. It cannot be violated. He says, ask and you will receive. If you haven't received, you probably haven't asked. For if you ask, you will receive. Now get this. Sometimes your prayer will not automatically manifest because by faith we know that the things that are seen come from the things which are not seen now god dwells in the kairos and we dwell in the chronos and sometimes the the the, the manifestation is not always automatic but that it hasn't manifested does not negate the fact that god has provided that you haven't seen nor received it physically does not indicate that god did not provide or that god's word has been violated my my, my father said share this scripture with us that the angel takes a bowl of prayers of the sense and releases it so he encouraged us to pray pray at all times such that your pray you pray even when you don't you, you don't have need for the stuff yet by the time you have need for it even if you don't think of praying god releases your answers he takes your bowl of prayers and begins to release answers pray and have reserve pray and have backup store your prayers for nothing just pray because god listens loneliness is is not permitted because we have an ever-present help. We have the Holy Spirit who is always with us. He says, I will never leave you. When you feel lonely, pray. When you worry, pray. When you're sad, pray. Now, when you are not willing to pray, pray. Listen, 
Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, it says, For it is our walking in you both to will and to do. It means that even if you are not willing, you can ask God to will in you so you can do with Him. God is so wonderful. I do this sometimes when I'm not feeling like praying. What I start by doing is by telling God, Father, I don't feel like praying right now, but I know I should. So I'm asking you to create a fire within me, create a hunger within me, create a desire. I don't let dry moments catch me. I never do. This is the secret I use. I tell the Father, stir up something within me, oh God. I'm not willing. I don't feel like it. But create a will, my God, within me. And before I know it, the prayer I, I, I thought was going to be one minute has gone into hours because someone began to will in me. Bible says it was said of Jesus when the disciples noticed that it was said of him that the zeal of the father's house shall be upon him there is the zeal of the father's house which can rest upon you and will cause you to desire the work of the father more than natural food and when you get to that level you can't help but pray because there are needs on the face of the earth so you can begin your prayerlessness journey to becoming a very prayerful person by merely praying for the father to give you a will and a zeal so that you can pray and receive that your joy may be full, as our Lord Jesus Christ said. Mark chapter 11 verse 24 says, When you pray, believe that you have received, then you shall have whatsoever you ask. Whew, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Hear what he says. When you pray, believe that you have received. No. It's not saying try to create a belief. It's saying that when you pray, the answer is so sure that before you stop praying, know that it's already provided, so just believe. Then it is going to manifest. Even if it doesn't manifest already, because you have prayed, you have received. Just believe you have received. It's like I tell, I tell, I tell a friend, I have so much money in my possession, and all I'm asking you to do is to make a call. If you, if you have a need and you call me, just know that it has been met. You can already feel as good as though the need was met already. Because it must be met. So he says, when you pray, believe that you have received. Then you shall have whatsoever was your request. What certainty? He says, I will so answer you. That is as good as done when you make the request. Whatever you need is as good as you already have it. If you asked, whatever you pray, whenever you pray, believe that you have received. So I just want to encourage you. There is no reason to give up. Even if you've prayed before and you haven't received yet, you haven't seen the physical manifestation, it doesn't mean that the Father has not answered. Keep praying, keep praying, move to the next need, keep praying, and the Lord listens to you and He says, if you would pray, I would answer. Praise the Lord. Now in Matthew chapter 8, th there's a very great story here. I'll just, I'll just paraphrase. Now Jesus is descending from the mountain and He this leper walks up to him and he says, Lord, if you are, Matthew 8 beginning from verse 1, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me whole. You can heal me. 
And Jesus looked at him and touched him and said, I am willing, be healed. Behold. And Bible says, immediately the leprosy left him. Immediately. Jesus is descending from a mountain and there is always this multitude with Jesus. I don't know. There's always a multitude with Jesus. There's always a crowd with, with Jesus. The woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5. The same story. Blind Bartimaeus, the same story. There's always a crowd with Jesus thronging on the Lord, but nobody's ever getting an impact. Few people are getting their lives changed. And most of the times, they are the people who are not with him. Some sort, some sort of familiarity clicks on some people. That they begin, they begin to feel, I've been talking to the Lord, I haven't been, I haven't had anything, I've been, and you take the Lord casually, but those that go to the Lord for an encounter, those that go for the, go to the Lord for a change, always come back changed. So this man walks up to Jesus. Now he was not supposed to be in the crowd because he was sick of the parsi. It was illegal to be in, in the midst of people, but he walks up to Jesus and he says, Lord, if you are willing, this is probably what was going through his mind. He was like, I know that I have stayed this long with this illness, but today is the last. And I know I might die for going out, but I would rather die praying than to not pray at all. I would rather die praying than to not pray at all. What is your decision? Have you given up on praying? I would rather you pray and not get an answer than to not pray at all. Pray and die in that situation than to not pray at all don't give up keep praying pray in the situation and god will answer you he says lord if you're willing and this is something we also face we wonder if god is truly willing to answer our prayers i know god is able i know god is all powerful i know he can do whatever he he wants to do he created the heavens and the earth but is he willing to answer me some some sometimes that is how we feel i don't know if god is willing maybe i'm missing something maybe i'm praying amiss is god really willing to answer me we doubt and question the willingness of god to give us a response to our prayers jesus said i am willing independent of whether you you wondered if i would be willing my goal is to affirm to make you know that I am more willing to give you an answer than you are willing to get a result. So he said, I'm willing, be cleansed. And Bible says, immediately he was healed of the illness. God gave him an immediate answer. And in this case, we had an immediate result. But we have other passages of scripture where Jesus gave an immediate answer. And it took a while. It took some seconds. It took some minutes. So that you haven't received doesn't mean God hasn't answered. That you haven't seen a physical manifestation doesn't mean you haven't received. That's, that's better. So God is willing to answer you. I just charge you today to pray. 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 Because God hears you. Praying is going to build your faith. Praying is going to make you stronger. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, says the Lord. Be strong and in the power of his might, know your might. And prayer is what gives you the might of God to war, a good warfare. So, I can, I can go on and on and on. But I hope somebody's encouraged today. God listens to you. So please pray about it. Pray about that. God will keep you. May the God of all peace guide our hearts and keep our minds intact in jesus mighty name amen